pray, but we share briefly what the, the word the Lord had for us has for us. God is so gracious. God is so gracious and mighty. And I want to let you know that you're coming to the prayer line, your one hour, your one hour and a half, one hour fifteen, is not in vain. Amen. You cannot sow that one hour or one hour fifteen or half with God and not reap a hundredfold. But you see, when we sit that and watch TV for two hours, we watch those mm. making money. We watch them make their money and we get nothing from it. Mm-hmm. But you know, when we are praying and we are listening to the word of God, we are building our, 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 our spiritual accounts. Mm-hmm. And yeah. from the time of need, you will see that those prayers will answer for you. Believe me, they have. Many people become sick and not pray, but then they have a prayer bank. But then they have time to have, have heard the word. The word, the word we speak in their spirit. And there are times that I am sitting down and I'm not even talking or praying. But my spirit is praying. I'm wondering, why am I praying? Because I've sown so much, so much prayer inside of me. So my spirit, is, my spirit overshadows my, physical, my, my flesh. So even when I'm not praying, my spirit is praying. So you are not wasting your time. And you will see the results in Jesus' name. Amen. And you know that God gave me a word in John 21. If you have your Bibles, open your book of, book of John. The Gospel of John chapter 21. Verse 1 to 6. He says that after these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. And on this wise showed he himself. They were together, Simon Peter and Thomas called Didymus and Nathaniel of Canaan in Galilee and the sons of Zebedee and two other of his disciples. Simon Peter said unto them, I go a fishing. They say unto him, We also go with thee. The company you keep, I'll pause there for a while, is very important. The company you keep is very important. You know, between that place and where I stopped, it was after the death of Jesus Christ. And after the death of Jesus Christ, the disciples did not know what next to do because the Pentecost had not come yet. So it seemed only logical for them to go back to their businesses. They, they abandoned these businesses when Christ called them. They left and followed God instead of staying idle and doing busybodies in, in, um, in, in, the, in, in their town or being um, grumbling and murmuring, what now? Look at now. And this person we believed in, now he's dead. Now what? They said, let's go fishing. And the rest followed, they agreed, and they went with him. It is very important for us to always, as Christians, and the kind of company you keep, that when somebody gives a good suggestion, godly suggestion, you don't fight it. Be very alert in your spirit. You don't fight it because you don't know your hour of visitation. Whether they say, come for prayer line, come now, it's time for prayer, and you receive a text. You have a choice not to. You have a choice to say, I beg, I'm tired. 12 midnight, no, I can't do it. I'm tired. All day at work. 
and I'm going to work in the morning. It's time for prayer meeting. You have a choice. Say, I can't do it. But Jerry, I'm tired. Let me watch TV. It's time for Bible study. You say, ah, let me just go. There's doing this thing in this place. Let me just go there. You have a choice. But in these choices that you have made, what awaits you there? Are they beneficial to you? So you have to be sensitive in your spirit. Because these three did not even argue with Peter. They said, you go ahead. Let me do this or that. They said, we go with you. And they went forth and entered into a ship immediately. You see, immediately there was no delay. I will call later. Prayer line is 12. Don't worry, I'll call them at 12.30. Church starts at what? 9. Don't worry, I'll be there when person worship is finished. It's time for you to, to do your own personal prayer, but you postponed the phone call. Ah, let me just answer this phone call. That's cool. <laughs> so, but the Bible says here that they, 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 they went forth and entered into, into the ship immediately. And that night, they caught nothing. You may be going for prayer meeting, you may be calling on this prayer line, and, and, and that particular night, a particular night will come on night after night and night after night, or going to church, going to church, prayer meeting, night vigil, fasting, prayer, nothing. But when the morning was now come, your morning will always come. The Bible says that we people in jail for a night. But what happens? Joy cometh in the morning. Hallelujah. Always expect your morning to come. Amen. Always expect morning. Amen. When you are going through something, Amen. like I went through something this week, I was waiting to write my, my finance. You know, summer classes are very intense. Mm -hmm. And I have to go to work. My work is very busy. And I had challenges at work. I had challenges at home. I was, it was, I, it, I was surrounded by challenges. But I thank God for, 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 for Pastor Binani and one of my father in the law because, you know, when I text them, I text Mr. Marlene, I text uh, Pastor Obinani, and I text my father. I say, hey, this is getting too much. Yesterday, I was at the breaking point. But then I picked up the phone call, and I called Pastor Binani. I said, auntie, pray for me. I don't want to do what I'm not supposed to do. So there are times that you will come to that point. But don't cave in. That's why you must surround yourself. With people who are higher, godly higher than you. But who are like-minded. Who are in Christ with you. Who know God. Who know, have a relationship with Jesus. Who will cancel you right. They will not misdirect you. But then, the Bible says that when the money was now come. What happens? Who is reading with me? Me. When the morning was now come, what happened? Jesus stood on the shore. Ha! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When the morning was now come, <clears throat> Jesus stood on the shore. When you are expecting your morning to come, who are you expecting to see? Mm -hmm. Who are you expecting to send help? Jesus. My God. Jesus. Hmm. But the disciples knew not that it was Jesus because they were not even expecting Jesus. Eyes were not open. 
Sometimes we are praying, 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 but we're not even expecting. I've kept telling you for the past few months, I've been telling you one of the themes, one of the, 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 the slangs of this, this uh, prayer line is come expecting the unexpected. Come expecting the unexpected. When you kneel down to pray, expect Jesus to stand at the shore of your prayer. Amen. Always expect Amen. him to show up because if you don't, when the storm came against me this week, and I called my mother, my father, and the Lord, and I texted my sister, you know, and they prayed. I was expecting. Amen. I was expecting that Jesus would show up for me. He did. He did. And this month, God wants to show up for you. Hallelujah. God wants to show up for you. But the question is, are you willing to do what he says you should do? Because look at what he told me. He, he, the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Then Jesus said unto them, Children, have ye any meat? They answered him, No. And he said unto them, Cast the net on the right side of the ship, and ye shall find. Apparently, maybe they were casting the net on the wrong side. Sometimes we fast when God is not asking us to fast. Sometimes we are praying amiss. Sometimes our motives behind the prayers are amiss. And when you are praying and expecting him, he sees that, oh, she's doing the right thing, but the motive is wrong. Let me go help her so she can receive. Or she's praying the prayer in the wrong way. Let me go and help her. Then the Holy Spirit will, show, will now pray in you, especially if you speak in tongues. Because it's a spirit that helps infirmity. Yes, amen. Then he prays for you, prays for you in a language that you cannot understand because it's too much for you or for the devil. So if you don't speak in tongues, you better, one of these days, hang on for us to minister speaking in tongues to you so you can speak in tongues. Because you, if you don't speak in tongues most times, you will not defeat the enemy easily like that. You will as a child of God, but you may not because there are times that the Holy Spirit will come and speak in an unknown tongue that only God can understand. The devil and you will not understand. But then what did, you, did, 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 did uh, Peter obey or not? Peter obeyed. Peter realized that, oh, probably I'm casting on the, on, 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 on the left side. That was wrong. Then they cast therefore, and now they were not able to draw it for the multitude of fishes. Hallelujah. Are you hearing? When an instruction comes, no matter how foolish that instruction is, please, as long as biblical, carry it out. As the Lord gives you the grace. But always test the spirit. So like I said earlier on, when after the death of Jesus, like Auntie said, their eyes were not open yet. So even when Christ came, they did not understand. But yet, you may not, you may, your eyes may not yet be open to the word of God. And God will send somebody to you to speak. And the word will bear witness in with your spirit. Go ahead and obey that instruction. 
it is important that we should have unity of faith on this prayer line in your church don't have a divided mind especially if the word of god is being preached no matter how hard it hits you because the word of god bible says it's like a hammer and when a hammer hits a rock or hits anything i don't think if they have life it will be painful so sometimes the word of god will come into painful it is a two-edged sword a sword is if it pierces you physically you may not live so if it pierces that thing that sin that habit of course the habit will die amen it is important not to be idle doing nothing. They were not idle. It is important that when there is a call for prayer meeting, for Bible study, for evangelism, for any good cause, that we all agree to be there. Since we do not know our hour of visitation, these men of God did not know that we will have their divine encounter that will change their lives for good. Yet they agreed and went with Peter. Are you listening? Yes. Please wake up if you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. But note, they have been fishing that night. They were fishing at the right time because at that time, the Bible records that it was the best time even to, for, to, for catching fish at night. Fishermen go fishing at night. Mm-hmm. And they've been at it all night. Like you're, you're here right now. You're supposed to be sleeping. And had labored hard. And were even fatigued. Just like you came back from work, you labeled, you came now, you're pressing, you have to pray. And you try your best to be awake. And quite wearied out. That person should wake up. What was most discouraging of all? Their labor, their thought, or was in vain because they caught nothing. They caught nothing. Look at the year. Maybe somebody has not, one prayer, prayer has not, one request has not come through. You are yet to cut, catch anything. Maybe you have caught nothing so far. But there's hope. There's hope. If you believe and you, have expect, you are expecting, just at the brink of time, Jesus showed up and asked if they caught anything yet and instructed Simon Peter to try again. Jesus wants you to try fasting again. Jesus wants you to try praying again and again. Jesus wants you to continue to attend Bible study. Jesus wants you to start continue giving your tithe. Amen. Yes. But Peter said, we have toyed all night and I've taken nothing. Which is, it was his way of saying to the Lord, that your advice you are giving me. I don't understand though. But anyway, nevertheless, he lowered the net. However, Peter continues and said just what I said. What does that mean? That at your word, I will let down the net. That was faith in Christ. Obedience to him. So it was with the children of God. So it is with us. We pray and we fast for one thing, for the other. There's no result. We feel helpless. We feel hopeless. For us, sometimes on the prayer line, sometimes I, I check, oh, how many people? This month is going to be a year. Oh, God, are we reaching as much as we're supposed to reach? Many faithful preachers sometimes labor and taught in ministry. With a great, with, with a great word, but will lead to or no success. And are discouraged from going on. And sometimes are tempted to leave. 
So is mothers. It applies to mothers, to wives, to fathers, to husbands whose prayers for children, spouses seem unanswered and are tempted to give up. All the different categories of people I've mentioned here, they are discouraged at one point or the other and they don't want to go on. We as other ministers, sometimes I'm like, oh, God, did I hear you well? But we will not abandon the commission Amen. and the word of command Amen. God has given us. We continue toiling. And every time he says lower, we will lower the net. Amen. Peter did the word of Jesus and had a mighty breakthrough that blessed other fishermen also. When you, when you persevere and you are blessed, you will bless other people and bring others to the kingdom because the glory yes. that others will yes. see in you will bring others. They want to know your Jesus. But if you give up or you're, 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 you're dilly darling, you cannot receive from God. And then we don't receive, we make God a liar. And believe me, I'm talking from my experience. I've dilly darling many times. And then the Holy Spirit remind me of, you know, when you had faith for this, you know, I came through. Then I will, I will shake off the the, 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 the tipping and tipping in that area, that kind of, eh, will he do it? Will he not do it? Eh, hey, Jesus, you're taking too long in this thing now. How long have I been praying? Eh, hey, me, I'm getting tired. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. God does not want that. But you know one thing that Peter did? He did not obey God completely because Jesus said, told him, to lower the what? The nets. But he lowered only one net. If Peter had lowered the nets, as Christ had commanded or instructed him. You know when Peter went to the gate, the beautiful gate, and saw that, uh, that, that, that crippled man, he would have been able to say, he, he, he wouldn't tell the man that silver or gold I have none. He would tell him, I want you to rise up from that in the name of Jesus and walk. And what business do you want to do? I will give you the money. So when God gives us a command or an instruction, let's do it completely. I want you to continually speak the word of promise. Locate a, one, a word of promise. The word of God only can help us through. That is why we share the word of God before we pray. It's not to show that we can preach or we can share. But if I, we don't share, we don't give you understanding of what we're going to pray about, and then you will just start binding, start binding, and we'll be wasting your time. So now, Jesus is saying to me and you, I have seen your fasting. I have seen your fighting. I have seen your giving. I have seen your soul, your sin, soul, your sowing seeds. You're giving to the needy. I've heard your prayers and I dare to say, don't stop doing it. Keep doing it. Because I will show up. You don't know your hour of visitation. It might be just that one that you say, eh, eh. That you may have missed an angel or Jesus himself. The month of August, in this month of August from the remaining quarter, you and I need to persevere so that when we have done the will of God, we will receive what God has promised. Please don't give up. Don't give up hope. All that I'm saying here is that don't give up hope because God will surprise us. He will show up. He will show up, just like he showed up for Peter and these fishermen. He showed up. Didn't he show up? 
didn't have a mic. They could not even carry the, 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 this by themselves. So they had to beckon to other fishermen. That is how your mighty breakthrough will be if you will not just give up. You have no room to keep because you have to give out. You will, you will not be able to contain it. So expect God is big. He's, he, is, he is described as a big-breasted God. So what is the promise that God has given us for this month? What is he saying? Say, dare to lower your nets. What are your nets? Your fasting, your tithing. I've mentioned them. Don't stop. Keep doing it and keep, when you are giving your offering, please pick a word of promise. Lord, you say, and I'm giving. There is a blessing that comes with, with, with offering. When you give an offering, the Bible says that good measure, praise down, shaking together, shall make it onto your bosom. When you give your titan, God says, I will open the window of heaven and give you a blessing. It's your key to open heaven. Never, never mistake it. Don't ever take your titan and give us offering because it will not work. Then you receive good measure, praise down, and then open your, 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 your heavens are, are closed. So when you have your offering, you have your offering. Say, Lord, you say, good measure, praise down, as I've given. And it shall be so. God will cause men to give unto your bosom. And as you give your tithe, please be a tither. You're not giving to man, you're giving to God. Speak to your tithe. Speak the word of promise. You say, I should test you. I've come again, Lord. Because you say so. I will not rob you. I am giving you my tithe as you have commanded. Open the window of heaven and rebuke the devourer. It is your tithe that rebukes the devourer. If you don't want to spend money on fixing your car, on fixing things, don't want to spend your money and, and paying tickets. Pay your tithes. So he's saying, what you have been doing, keep doing. If you have not been doing it, come back and do it. Start doing it. Dare to lower your nets. Dare to trust him. Keep on trusting. Don't keep malice. Don't be angry because your anger does not work the righteousness of God. That's what he told me yesterday. I was angry yesterday. I asked me a question. Does your anger work my righteousness? I said no. And I picked up the phone and I called my auntie. I said, auntie, pray for me. The devil will bring things at you, but keep moving. Don't look back. Press forward. Press forward. Today, look at me today. I am an overcomer of what he thought today I would not be speaking. Hallelujah. So keep moving. Amen. Prayers will come. If you fall down, the Bible says you fall down and you rise up because it's righteous you fall and rise seven times. You fall down, get up. You mess up, Lord, I messed up. Don't try to hide it. Lord, I messed up. This is me. See me, Lord, I messed up. I'm sorry. I lied. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I gave a bad attitude. I didn't represent you very well. Sort it there, there, and then don't wait till tomorrow. Tomorrow is not promised to no one. Because tonight, Auntie was ministering to one lady. And, you know, say, thank you for coming back to Christ. What if you had died? What if you say you, when you go home, you do, you do the confession? And then there's an accident. God forbid. People that go, they don't, some people go and don't come back, come back. So never postponed. Clean your mess. 
in this month of August, they 